Good morning and welcome to Where Entrepreneurs Thrive. My name is Russ Nolting. I'm the Regional Director for KW Colorado. And on this week's episode, we're speaking with Jennifer Kelly to discover how she became the entrepreneur we see today and what makes her thrive. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I love I'm it. excited to do this. Me too. So uh, tell us your story. How'd you tell us how you got into real estate? What did you do before? And I think you have something in common with our last guest, Jenny Hart, in terms of your pre-real estate background. What'd you do before real estate? I do. I was in law enforcement. So um, I spent over a decade, 11 years at Fort Collins Police Department as a patrol officer, dare officer, detective. Um, And then I had a child, Uh, I have two kids, but I had a son who has some special needs. So he actually had quite a a difficult birth and we were taking him to physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. And, and then I was like, I don't have time. Fortunately, I was a detective so I could do my reports um, in therapy. And then I just decided I would retire. So I took a a little bit of a retirement and, um, and then stayed home, didn't realize I wasn't the greatest stayer homer. And then, (laughs) yeah. And then um, the medical bills started just piling up and I was devastated. And so I realized at that point that what I had in my police retirement was never going to, A, it was never going to last and B, it was going to bankrupt us. Mm -hmm. So we had decided Shriners, shout out to Shriners. They came in and helped us with some of the orthopedic stuff that we needed. And, um, and then I, we bought an investment property. And so then I, I was working at the DA's office. I picked up a part-time job as an investigator with the district attorney's office and Hmm. that for a few years, got my real estate license. And then my sister said she wanted to buy a fourplex and my brother wanted to buy one. So I'm like, wait, let me get my real estate license. So that's kind of how it started. Got it. So what year did you get your real estate license? 2006. Okay. Yeah. Interesting time to uh, to get into this field. You know, it's so I see a lot of similarities right now too. You know, in 2006, everyone's like, don't get into it. Just don't, there's, there's a lot of naysayers in the world, you know? And I, I was talking to somebody the other day. I'm like, it's perfect time because everybody's getting out. You know, if you can't do it, they're getting out. And so it's weeding out the good agents versus the people who did it part time. Yep. And then if you you just have to have some systems, processes and grit, you know, and yep. I think that you can you can do it and be able to have some relational skills, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. So uh, so you got into the market probably at like the tail end of the of, of the best time ever. Yeah. Uh, well, accepting. So we thought. One. Yeah. And then um, the market start starting to tank as you're as you're um, ramping up. What were those first few years like for you? Well, honestly, it was so stressful. I realized I stayed one time on a couch and I was like, oh, how do you guys do this? Like, I mean, everyone's like, you were a police officer. I'm like, I know, but this is so stressful. Like it's the biggest purchase people are making and all these dates and deadlines. So I kind of had to switch understanding the roles and the 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 rushes, I suppose, from yeah. law enforcement into to real estate. I, I got my first commission. It was somebody I knew, just like it is with most people. And right. it was $5,000. And I was like, what? So then it kind of started in my head. I was like, wait a minute. 
Like if I could do this over and over, like that's right. good. You right. know, I joke, I'm, I'm a little bit of a slow learner, dimmer switch. Like, it'll be like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I, that's kind of how it started. And then a friend said, will you do, can you do a short sale? And I was like, what's a short sale? And so I just, yeah. I love learning in education. I immerse myself in trying to figure out what short sales were. I realized it was very similar to like a felony filing with law enforcement. You know, I had to just put together my case, talk about, justify what it was I was doing and submit it to the bank. And then getting on the phone with people, that was the gift. And I developed relationships with asset managers and just did short sales and would, and got them through and was very, yeah, I was able to get them through, which was amazing just because. I ended up getting somebody uh, $20,000 back child support. The agent said, you'll never do it. And I'm like, oh, don't tell me I won't ever do it because <laughs> then I have to do it. So sure. interesting. Now, did you uh, b- back in those days, it was popular to get the CDPE. Um, what was that called? A designation. Yeah, certified di- distress. You know, it was so funny because I'd been doing it for two years. And I, when you get something that works, you do, and this is, true with any business, you know, you develop a system and a plan and you just repeat it. Like you don't have to start over and then you just fine tune it and you're able to fine tune it with every transaction. So it was a little frustrating for me because I had been doing it for years. At that time, I actually did have a negotiation business and I actually negotiated short sales for other real estate agents in the United States Mm -hmm. to help with that. And I got us paid. And so, um, there was a little bit of manipulation that had to go on with the settlement statements to work through processing, being able to negotiate with the short first and the second. Sure. And it did take an art to that. So it was frustrating for me because I'd been doing it. And here I had to have some certification of CDPE. So I did right. get it because it legitimized what I'd been doing for forever. And while I was taking that class, I was kicking myself that I did not create the class. Right. Teach. So. Oh, Alex, uh, Alex Sharpen made a bunch of money off of that thing. He did. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so, he had a couple um, of forms I liked, but I, my, I already yeah. had my forms and everything else. So yeah, yeah, uh, I love, I love how you relate it to what you were doing in in law enforcement. That's that's really um, makes a ton of sense. You have to put a case together and get someone to agree to the case. I, I did short sales too during that same time period, and I will say. Um, I wasn't, my, my brain didn't work that way. Like I'm, I'm not organized enough to be able to take the time to put the case together. And it, and it turned out to be something I did, but it wasn't enjoyable for me. And I didn't, uh, I didn't thrive with that part of my business, but you know, kudos to you for doing it. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I loved it. And I love the strategy and I will tell you, yeah. people are like, um, trying to relate law enforcement to, to sales. And I just said, being a police officer was honestly just a sales gig. You know, I started in 90. So I was very young and I was with a bunch of old time, old timers who were guys. And it was the biggest struggle for me in law enforcement was, um, was 
convincing the other police officers that I was with that I was capable of doing the job. And there was a bunch of hazing and it it was yeah. brutal, honestly. <laughs> but once I was able to do it, you realize the law enforcement was just a good sales gig, right? I was yeah. talking people into arrests, cooperations, confessions, yep. um, compliance, you know, and if I'm able to get them to do these things, um, it's a little bit the same in, in real estate. So they're being in real estate is when I realized, hey, I'm good at sales, but it, I didn't realize that when I was in sales and in law enforcement. So. Yeah, I'm just realizing as you're talking, my, my role as regional director for KW Colorado is a little bit like law enforcement. So yeah. <laughs> it is. So how did you find KW? Well, it was a, it's another journey, you know, and I do relate everything to life experience. But so I started with a small independent brokerage. Mm -hmm. And I like it because I really do like grassroots developing and analyzing and, and the strategy of it all. Like I, I love that piece of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I realized I started to get a little better. And then I wanted to be, I was, I wanted to be a small fish in a big pond, mm -hmm. you know, and I was, so I joined Remax, you know? <laughs> and so I went to Remax and I, um, the first year, I think I was, uh, no, what is it? Platinum. And so at that time we had to sell 250,000. Well, it's funny cause I had sold in, in commissions. Mm -hmm. Right. So I actually, that when I was with Remax, I only had like 245,000, but right. I had a couple sales at my previous business. And I'm like, listen, so I did say, you got to incorporate these. Cause this is what I earned. Yeah just because it wasn't with Remax. So I go to the Remax convention and I like it. And I was doing about maybe 50 deals a year and like 15 or eight, 15 million or something. Yeah. And um, they were, they had people on stage and they were talking to this lady who did 200 deals. Yeah. And now mind you, I was doing some short sales. So I was on the phone all the time on hold right. and I'm trying to bang out all the stuff that we're doing. And they're, they're praising her for her production by herself with 200 deals. And I was mad because mm -hmm. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, she cannot, there's no way she has a life. She's not servicing your clients. Like, how is she doing this? Because it was a super secret. And I'd walk around the office and I'm like, hey, how are you doing this? Or what are you doing? And I'm excited because I'm just that kind of person. And it was like a super secret club. Like right. I'm working, we're, I'm used to being with the detective bureau where all we do is collaborate and work together because yeah. our goal is to get the bad guy, right? Right. And, and then I go into law enforcement and I felt so alone and so isolated. And then I, I and then with the pay structure, I was doing enough deals that I didn't want to pay 6% off every deal, right? right? Or 5%, whatever it is. So I said, cat me. And they right. said, we can't cap you. It's not fair. I go, well, tell me what's fair with this because I'm paying this much and an average person's paying this much. That's not fair, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, so they didn't cap me. So I went someplace else. I went to another brokerage and then uh, somebody from KW had spoken to me about it and said, come to mega camp. And so I went to mega camp and it was like, oh, you know, <laughs> because on the stage are all of these very successful people. Yeah who have done it. And you don't know what you don't know. You know, nobody in my house is, was in real estate. Nobody in my house was in law enforcement. I don't know how to build a business, nor do I know how to generate leads. 
I never even knew what door knocking was, right. you know, the gift is, is that fortunately people like me and they trust me and they allow me to help them do business. But going to KW Mega Camp was so eye-opening because I have just this, this taste for learning and growing. And I, I saw that in KW. And then I went to, I came to KW and I was like, what's a buyer book? Like you actually meet with buyers and have a presentation, Yeah, you know, and within two minutes I had a buyer, a buyer presentation in my email and I was like, what? And then, you know, so that it just kept growing and it became the platform for me to be able to build a business because I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And then that just kept growing. And my time with KW, I, I, when I'm talking about it, I say, if you want to sell real estate, you can sell with any other company because you can just put a sign in their yard because you're helping them build their brand and you're just selling a house. You're a cog in their wheel. Right. You're not your own wheel. you know. So with KW, they allow you to build a business, creating a business that's going to last. It provides you opportunities for different pillars of income that other people don't mm-hmm. and opportunities to grow and succeed and develop something else. I mean, if you look at all the other, so many KW agents are building different businesses, right. you know, and, and so I, so I ended up with KW and my commissions went from 15 million to 18 million to 21 million to 23 million to 27 million, to 29 million to 31 million to, I don't know, I did like 41 million or something. I had a couple commercial deals in there. So, right. So yeah. what year, year did you join KW? I think. I don't even know, like seven years, eight, eight years ago, maybe. Okay. So, but it has continued to grow because I keep getting these tools. And so I sound like this poster child, but I, with my personality, it's just the perfect fit. Yeah. That's great. So what does your business look like today? Well, I do a little bit of commercial, you know, I'm selective in how I do it. Like I really do try and stay in my wheelhouse. And Mm -hmm. if I feel like I can sell it, I'll sell it, but I don't want to get too into the weeds because these commercial guys take some like nine months or two years to make a deal happen. I can't handle that. Like I I like, you know, I joke and say I'm unemployed after every real estate transaction. I got to find a new job, you know? So these commercial guys are way too patient. So, um, so I have primarily it's residential and I do investment luxury, first time home buyers, you know, I have an ad that I took out in uh, Homes and Land and it occurred to me after I had a a mountain property that had a trailer on it. And then I have an $11.9 million deal. So in this ad, I have a mansion and a trailer. Yeah. so I love if that. You're going to sell your house. I'll 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 sell it for you. We do these, and we do everything in between. Absolutely, <laughs> and you know, you just have to honor the process and the people who who come to you. So I I will say that everyone comes into your life for whatever reason, and there's a purpose for it. Sure. And people will end up where they're supposed to end up. So it does. It's not emergency services. You know, we got this, and we just have to have help navigate them to where they're going. Yeah. Now, Jennifer, you're consistently in the top 10 uh, KW Colorado agents and um, each month uh, when we do our, our our analysis of that. And you're in Gary Keller's top group, I believe, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
which means you're one of the top hundred individual agents. Who helps you? I mean, you 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 don't do this all by yourself, right? No, I'm not that 200 lady lady at Remax yeah. driving myself crazy. Yeah. So I have like a director of operations and she kind of works toward the operation piece. And then my daughter, Megan, um, was my showing assistant for several years. She yeah. just switched to being a buyer's agent. And then I just hired another person who's helping with the buyer's agent. I really, I bought um, another place in Florida and I, and I invested in another, uh, like a furnished executive rental. And then I just bought an Airbnb mm. in Florida, to, essentially a duplex Airbnb. And yeah. so I want to try and spend time there and maybe go to Florida and Colorado. So yeah. right now I'm just trying to get the infrastructure and that hiring is really not my strength. It's just not, I got yeah. I got to, I need help with that. Sure. We can help you with that. Um, in fact, we're just talking to instructors for our career visioning, which has been rewritten uh, coming, coming, I think Q1 of next year. So um, we'll let you know when it's uh, scheduled. Um, Speaking of that, yeah. I, I'm going to interrupt you, but like, see, that's the other thing that's a difference, right? Like I took career visioning twice mm -hmm. and um, it's, it was huge. You know, I'm a big person. I love understanding people's personality and speaking mm -hmm. to them. And I think when you're in real estate, even law enforcement, that's another segue is that you do have to understand who you're speaking to, you know, like I'm a driver. And so yeah. no offense, if I forget to say, good morning, how are you? Because right. I'll say it, I'll get there, but probably after the work we have done, right? you know? And so I love the, just the opportunities that KW has. So I will be signing up, just send yeah. it along. <laughs> we'll get you the info. So um, KW recently changed its purpose statement to be the place where entrepreneurs thrive. I wonder um, from your perspective, being with us for eight years, what are your thoughts around KW as a place where entrepreneurs thrive? It's the thing that I love about, I love about KWs and KW and thriving in any business is that it really does create the platform for you to develop a business, right? Around real estate. And mm -hmm. so um, if you look at the, the con, there's some uh, contact management systems that have been developed by KW agents. There are um, the virtual system platforms been thought of by KW agents. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's some cleaning service, there's sign picker, what anything related to real estate around a business. Yeah. KW will give you the structure to be able to create a business around that. And if and if there if you don't know how to do it, there's somebody else who does or who's done it. And the, they're so willing to communicate and talk to you about it and kind of coach you with the do's and the don'ts. Like the collaboration that occurs in this industry is top notch and it really is like no other. And so me even thinking about, okay, how am I going to do this expansion team? You know, what's it right. going to look like for me to be in Colorado and for me to be in Florida? Yeah. Because I love both places and I'm investing, I'm invested in both places. Um, so I think with KW, it's just at our mega camp or family reunion, if you can get past all the people and just get and find the the nuggets, like there's yes. contacts to be made. And so it is the place for entrepreneurs to thrive. You know, you have, um, if you recruit, you can get paid for recruiting. If you um, you have the expansion, there's so many pillars of and ways to make money yeah. in this business. But 
only in KW. That's we we provide the structure for you to do that. Other companies don't. You know, referral agents. We have the best referral agent system. I had one referral in four years at Remax. I probably had six or seven last year, and I didn't even try. Right. right? If I if I was focused and spent time doing that, you yeah. can build a business just being a referral agent. For sure. And that's that's and then. And then anything we learn here, you can take out into the world and, and rinse and repeat, right. do it again. I love it. Tell us about your investment properties. Um, I love them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think this is one thing I learned at Gary Keller's um, business model. And it gave me the strength, you know, there's all these little nuggets that are given. It gives me the strength and the courage to do something different and say, yes, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking to somebody about fear and, and how are they fearful, you know, and what are you fearful of? Because there's all these self-limiting beliefs that, that we have, but I think about, I don't know that I'm fearful of much, right? But I had, I had developed, I have a fourplex and a duplex and some single family homes, um, but I kind of was stuck you know, I was like, oh, that one's making 800 bucks a month. That one's making a thousand. That one's making a couple, you know, as long as I could, I thought originally I could have more and slowly build this wealth. Right. And so I ended up before COVID, I sold um, some houses I had in Detroit. My, my kids actually invested in homes. I bought them a house years ago. I said, if I can find a house for 5,000 bucks, I'm going to buy you a house. And I did. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and those ended up being a good investment, but I've it, like changed the investment property a little bit. So like I sold a Greeley house that I had that made 800 bucks a month. You know, it was a good steady rental, but sold that and then did a 1031 exchange into that Airbnb, mm-hmm. you know, and that Airbnb, I've only had it since June. I was in Greece for a couple of weeks. I didn't even rent it when I was in Greece traveling. Right. Um and I think I've made $6,000 in since July. So in, what, in right. a month and a half? Yeah. In income. That's impressive. So I'm that, like, I'm doing that again. I got to find another. What was Great. that? That's in Florida? Yeah. Where in Florida are you investing? In a Minnesota Key. Yeah. So it's down south of Sarasota. It's and, is Englewood Venice. right there? Pardon me? Is Englewood right there? Yeah, it's in Englewood, actually. Yeah. Yep. And so learning just different things. And I think being able to say, okay, I'm going to sell this one, but, and I'm going to buy something bigger, you know, I'd always been a little bit, okay. I don't want to over leverage myself. Right. You know, so now I'm like, find me another. (laughs) Minnesota key is a nice, quiet, super quiet place. I like, I've actually, my wife and I accidentally um, vacationed there one year and we've gone back many times. Well, I have a Airbnb for you. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll check check it out next time. What um, what do you do better than anybody else that, that you know in terms of real estate? I mean, what's your secret sauce? I think I think being able to understand the situation. You know, like sometimes I'm talking to people and they say, "Well, you said it's like this." I'm like, "Well, that's only because of that situation." You know, to really be able to read your group, read your buyer and read your seller. Like, what are they looking for? What do we need? Um, being strategic in how I list properties, you know, um, 
my photos, understanding that's a business card, understanding what people's desire are, strategy and price reducing. So yeah. I think um, like analyzing data a little bit, I'm a weird driver, you know, yeah. the people are actually looking at the first on average, at least through the history of my, my data that I, I looked at 17 pictures. They're looking at the first 17 photos. So mm-hmm. I used to do the photos like a crime scene. And now I don't, you know, I do the photos, like what's the best selling feature. And we're going to put those first and we're going to attack yeah. that. And then we might be more methodical, but being able to switch and shift what you're doing so that it, you have a different result, but also being consistent with the things like your regular touches. Don't stop doing those because you think they're not working. Continue yeah. to do those and then shift and change some of the other things so that you get a different result. So it's yeah. just being to analyze, analyze your business, continue to talk to people, understand good data and facts, know your trade, because when you know it, you can speak about it and then people want to work with you, Sure, right? Nobody wants to work with a lazy plumber and they don't want to work with a lazy agent. You know, they want somebody who knows that the basement floor is not a structural problem and we can walk, talk through the ledge of that, you know? So I think the secret sauce is, I, I suppose, enthusiasm for what I do and, and being able to, to read the crowd. And yeah. Fortunately, I have a good reputation. You know, I'm kind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to treat people the way that I want to and act in high integrity in the things that I do. And so agents want to work with me as well as as my buyers. So I think sure. that gives me a little bit of an edge up. Absolutely. I mean, we all know the local agents that we don't want to do a deal with. Yeah. And uh, and, and I think that... that um, that can hurt them or help them. So um, what have I not asked you that I should have asked? Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, You know, I have two amazing kids, you know, I have a a 24 year old who helps me in real estate. They both have, she has her own home and I have a, my adult son who had problems at the beginning, you know, is thriving. He went to college, you know, and that was navigating navigating uh, the IEP program and getting the services he needed was like short sale, you know, (laughs) Um, but he lives independently. He drives, he owns his own house. And yeah, I have, I'm blessed to just have some amazing, amazing kids and family support. And my niece is actually my director of operations and she lives in Arizona. So. Wow. That's cool. Is your son local? Yep. They both live uh, just about a mile and a half away from where I live. That's great. And you live in downtown Col- uh, uh, Fort Collins. Yep. And uh, you're accepting referrals uh, for anyone that wants uh, an agent in Fort Collins, right? Absolutely. Anywhere in Northern, actually North De- North Denver and up. Yeah, cool. We got you covered. Jennifer, thank you for your time today. I appreciate you uh, letting us interrogate you and, uh, thank and you. learn what makes you thrive. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.